Good morning, everyone. It's you with that cop. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your Wednesday. It's boss's day. So, you know, I'm the best boss I know. So happy, happy Judy day. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, it's boss's day, it, which caused some real commotion in my office, you know, because there's so many supervisors and it's like, ugh, I don't know. That's something that I guess, I don't know that a major CEO would have to worry about that. Excuse me. The the C-suite would take care of them, I'm guessing, or her, shame on me. Uh, But like in a regular office, if you got more than one uh, supervisor or team leader or manager, it's a thing. And people are like, well, I don't want to spend all my money. Okay, so it was just funny. But uh, it just made me laugh because, you know, I feel like it's just it's a nice title and it's a nice thing to do, I guess, to acknowledge a good boss. But what's funny is, uh, you know, most people talk about being bosses, but nobody wants to really be the boss. Being a boss is hard. You got to fire people. You got to have the tough talks. You got to make the decisions other people don't want to make. And depending on the size of your organization and what you, you know, how you're structured, you got to answer to shareholders. You got to answer to, um, you know, the community. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to be a boss. So, you know, in my mind, every day is boss's day. So there's that. Um, congratulations to the Cardinals for a, a good year. Uh, terrible series with the Nationals. I mean, that was just brutal and not a great display of what Cardinal baseball is like. Uh, the only thing I can say is normally when we get drubbed like that uh, in the in the playoffs or in the NLCS, we normally or the World Series. I remember we got drubbed, but I want to say uh, Boston. The first time they broke history, I think they did it at our expense when they finally won again and they kicked our butts. And the only good thing about that is the Cardinals bounce back. We usually bounce back pretty good, but that was, that was hard to watch. That was a tough series because they just really didn't compete. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a national stage, so you want to do a good job. But I'm a big Washington, D.C. fan, so I'm happy that they have a, 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 a good baseball team because when I was in college there, the main story, almost the only show, was the Redskins. I mean, everybody was in love with the Redskins. Let's talk about the Redskins. They, they were promoting everything. They were on all the commercials, and they haven't really been good since then. <laughs> Not for real. So, and that that was many, many years ago. I'm talking early 90s. So, yeah, it's good to see uh, that they have a, a team. And I know that the hockey team is is formidable, but, I mean, seriously, uh, to have another franchise do well in that city is awesome. And I'm happy for the people who live there and support that team. Uh, but I'm a Cardinals fan for life, so just go Cards. I'm excited about Jack Flaherty for 2020, and I think we'll have a good year. Let's hope. Um, The next thing I was going to talk about was uh, I have a friend of mine who's out in California uh, pitching projects and, you know, trying to get his own thing off the ground. And 
it just took me back to some years ago when I was out pitching hardcore. And, you know, the thing about California, not so much the state, but like Hollywood, the whole notion of what it is and making movies and being in the entertainment industry. It's it's a tough sell, man, because I remember I was young, but I was being uh, treated really well. I mean, I got a my uh, friend from high school partnered with me on the project. Uh, it's entitled The Door. And she was just a beast. I mean, we got a ton of meetings. She took way more meetings than I could take because I was here working. Um, and the ones we took together were always so, you know, the feedback was great. But that's that's what's interesting. It's it's the only place you can die from encouragement. People will, and I didn't make that up. I can't remember the name of the screenwriter who who came up with that. His name always escapes me now, but um, it's true. And when you're getting all that praise and everybody's telling you you're a genius, I mean, I think somebody told me I was brilliant. And it's like, this is great and everything, but y'all not writing checks. So it's like, I, I don't even know. In the moment, it feels good, but then when you're finished, you know, it's like, okay, well, six months later, I still don't have any checks. I don't have a deal. We still haven't shot anything. And I never got desperate. The door is still uh, uh, sitting in, well, now it's on my computer and it's still registered with the Writers Guild and it's still mine. And any version of the story you see uh, that doesn't have my name on it, but is some bastardization of it is, is not mine. Uh, I still own it. I, apparently someone was telling people that they had produced my film and used, they made a storyboard or a poster. I think it was a poster. And, uh, he was giving a seminar on all the successful films he'd made. And one of my friends happened to be sitting, uh, in the presentation out there in LA. And he called me, he was like, um, I don't know if you know this cat, but he up here saying he produced your movie. I was like, well, he didn't produce anything. I talked to him about the script, but it was never, uh, he had like 30 scripts or something. And, you know, it was never anything that we did. And legally, he can't really do anything. So I was like, he can pretend like he produced it all he wants, but try to go find the film. You won't find it. So, uh, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a scummy business in some aspects, and then it's amazing in other aspects. When it all comes together, when you've got the right team, when you've got the finances behind you, and you can make stories that you want to make, it's amazing. It's the greatest job in the world. Um, But getting up that mountain, it it can just be frustrating and tedious, and, um, you know, you just have to you just have to really put your head down and uh, know that this is what you're supposed to do and be divinely led because, you know, it's it's just a tough, tough way to earn a buck. And what's fascinating is everybody wants to be famous, but nobody wants to go through this part. This part sucks. I don't care for it. Um, and some promising things are happening for me, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but it's not the first time. I mean... They have you so gassed up, you know, you're taking all these meetings and people. uh, One of the people we met with, I mean, I met with a ton of people. One of them wound up being a producer 
on Game of Thrones for years. And what's interesting about Guyman Cassidy is I just remembered his name because it was so unique. But he was at, I want to say, New Line or some smaller uh, company. I want to, before New Line got bought up by Warner Brothers or right at the same time and had a meeting with him. He loved the script. He was encouraging, but couldn't secure the funding. Didn't want to, nobody wanted to move forward on it. And then um, I think Bill Gerber gave me a sympathy, uh, a sympathy read at Warner Brothers. Because <laughs> I, I reached out to him and miraculously, he returned my call. I was an intern uh, out there in the early 90s. I was in, on his desk maybe, I don't know. I was only on the lot a couple of weeks, so I really wasn't on his desk that much. But I reached out to him and I was like, you know, I I interned for your office and he he uh, he had a reader go over it. So it's somewhere in storage at Warner's, you know, so it's it's fascinating. The people you meet and you just never know if you're not getting no's, then you're not definitely you're definitely not going to get a production deal. You're not going to get anybody to produce your film if people aren't saying no. So the more no's you get, you finally get a yes, and it'll be glorious. But it is something. You you will fight for it, and it's not easy. And even when people tell you, oh, I just, you know, showed the script to my uncle and he produced it, that some of those stories aren't true. <laughs> some of those stories are made up. Uh, it's hard. And if it was easy, everybody would be making movies. And it's easier now than it's ever been. You know, you can actually just pick up your phone and and make something that's interesting and formidable. People will watch it. So I don't know. You just got to hang in there and uh, don't get discouraged. That's the key. I wanted this more than I wanted anything else. And I'm very close. And I'm also working full time on a mission there and it's challenging and I'm running my own company. It's a lot. So yeah, happy boss's day for real. But if this is something you want to do, whether it's starting your own business, whether it's uh, buying real estate, whether it's um, making movies, whether starting your own bakery, whatever it is, know that you're going to face adversity. Don't get discouraged. Keep going. You know, if I can stay at this for 25 plus years, you can stay at working and crafting something, too. Um, You know, and if I can shave off some time for you so it won't take you as long. uh, Excellent. But definitely you're going to have to be focused and myopic and you're going to have to shut a lot of people out and they won't like that. But, you know, you can't listen to everybody. You can't you can't take everybody's advice and everybody's advice isn't going to be good. And a lot of people are going to want to help you, but they can't help you if they've never done it. So you really, it's, it's challenging. It really is. And you can't, I can't explain to anybody what it feels like to be called brilliant, to be told you're a great writer, to just be, you know, um, celebrated in one breath. And then literally no one will write you a check. You can be encouraged to your grave. You will starve to death uh, with encouragement. So just hang in there. Keep going. If you're not getting no's, you're not going to get a yes. So you just got to keep going. You just got to keep going. It's just like sales. It is sales, really. Uh, the, The rejections come, but you also will get some victories in there. So just keep pushing.
Happy Wednesday. Happy Bosses Day. You know what? (sighs) Feels like we're going to win. So just hang in there and we will meet back here soon. Hopefully tomorrow. What you think about that? (laughs) Intrigue. So you got talent, you know you got the illmatic, so you know they gotta have it. Can't give it free, gotta charge your feet, make believe it's needed by an automatic. Uh, all eyes on me, gotta sacrifice time and privacy. Me and Papa about to play hide and seek, ghost in the Royce Royce, fan I'm driving streets. So, now the money's in play, keep a hundred in case, feeling sly, wanna buy the whole place. Now the honey's in the days, the haters constipated, looking funny in the face. Wait, he expressed a sense of taste, he moving too fast, he seeks success as pace. Uh, Smith and Wesson just in case, lunatics, loser, gotta keep my family safe, ayy. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over. So now you got the fame, now they know your name, but you swear you never changed. Huh. But that was all vain, cause now they know your name and now that is all changed. Uh. Ironic how I'm on a St. Thomas Aquinas until Judas Rooster with the pirates. Accusing Zeus of defiance, trying to knock him off his feet because he beat the highest. But my mystique's Messiah, supreme ethereal being, I'm pleading peace and quiet. I beseech the liars who can't reach the pyre, I'm gonna meet the fire. But we need the needle, cuz we love the fame, we need the drug, we need the fix, we need the buzz. I'm a fiend, it seems, I need it, cuz, uh. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. So, can you handle pressure? Can you motivate yourself to channel extra effort? Or will you heap pleasure? Living in heaven, having to watch your own legend. Cocaine with Cobain, no pain but more prone to throat things Like Chris Brown pissed at his old dame The fame being the reason your whole soul changed But when your fandom cheers, you shine in that light like a chandelier Can you tame the beast? Should I know I can, man, I came to feast In a Porsche, with suicide doors Parked in me winehouse, but do I die for? Huh. Truly I'm foreign, it's all bad apples like fruit and I'm orange It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me Fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over. Will you sell your soul or ass like an old Kardashian show? Or go for fame like a pro and have the masses follow your actions around the globe. Either way, the blade favors none. Ask MJ what is facing up. Ask Miley Cyrus why she plays a slut. Yo, ask OJ, hey, who made you run? Fame, running plays for scum, money pays for some, a hundred ways to stun. I know I've done it as a favor like maybe once back when I wasn't born in 1981. Call me crazy, but I'm paid up front. I played to Beijing for an Asian lunch, private planes, trains, and on the way you're blunt. Let me get these in Dubai, my favorite son. One. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine.